Welcome to Corporate Cornucopia, the podcast that's overflowing with business insights, entrepreneurial tips, and stories from the front lines of today's economic landscape. From the studios of the Kyrville Chamber of Commerce, I'm Mark Heiberger, your host. And I'm Noel Fenderson, your co-host. Maureen Yarbrough of Sign Matters, Inc. has come a long way since her college dreams of becoming a grade school teacher. With her University of Missouri college degree and teaching certificate in hand, she taught for several years before accepting a new challenge in sales with a chemical manufacturing company. She eventually found herself in marketing and sales for a sign company and opened her own shop, Sign Matters, in 2005. Yarbrough has found success since the early days of a one-person shop using her children's little red wagon to deliver signs to a few customers onto the company's current extensive list of clients throughout the region. The company's capabilities range from designing and manufacturing to installation and phase management of sign projects. Sign Matters produces everything from reception logos to ADA compliant signs, wayfinding, and large-scale exterior building signage. These days, she also operates Sign Studio, a division of Sign Matters that specializes in colorful and personalized office signage. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. And I wanted to, uh, on behalf of the Chamber of Commerce, just uh, thank you and your company for being members of the chamber for uh, for the last several years and for you being on our board and serving on our board and um, um, supporting us the way you have not only on the board but but your company and, and sponsoring things and helping us out with golf tournaments and other events we have and uh, we just appreciate everything you do for us. Well, we appreciate the opportunity. It's really been it's been a great few years. Well, thank you. And and I know m- everybody listening, I'm sure knows you and knows your company, but well, I don't for, know about that. for those thank you. that don't, <laughs> just uh, share who you are and what is Signs Matter? What do you guys do? It's Sign Matters. Sign Matter. Okay. Yes, yeah. Sign Matters. So my name is Maureen Yarbrough and I own Sign Matters. And it's funny because you are not alone in, <laughs> in uh, getting confused on that. But I named the company Sign Matters because I wanted everyone to like call me for all your sign matters. Yeah. You know? So yep. love it. So that's how that name came to be. And um, I live here in Collierville. Was, yeah. uh, my kids were uh, almost all born and raised here. We moved here when Andy was one. So been a long time. Yeah. Well, what brought you to Collierville? From where? Well, I grew up in Kansas City, Missouri, and went to University of Missouri for college, where I met my now husband and we were college sweethearts and um, he got his first job in Champaign, Illinois for Johnsonville Foods. If you're familiar with brats, we were very popular for barbecues back then. And um, he got transferred. We lived there for a short time, then Little Rock, Arkansas for about a year. And then um, he was transferred to Memphis in 1993. And so we ended up um, in Memphis for, or I think we were in Bartlett first for a little bit, was our first house. And then we moved to Collierville um, 
1997. Wow. And, and during this time, you are working for a sign company? No. Uh, I taught school. Okay. So I got my degree in elementary ed and taught school in Little Rock and taught right in, in the inner city and moved to Memphis, taught, uh, I was getting a $10,000 raise when I moved to Memphis, and I had an aide, and I had 10 less children in my class. So I thought it was just (laughs) going to be amazing. Teaching where? Uh, I taught at Lauderdale Elementary. Do you know where that is? Yes. It's at Crump and Lauderdale, yes, in South Memphis. Yeah. And um, And this was in 19... That was in 1993. Okay. And I taught there. I came from a situation in Little Rock where I had a very um, supportive uh, administration or or principal. And then I came here and it was almost like I was on my own. Mm -hmm. So it was such a different experience. And I was so young in my career. And um, I really felt like I came from a situation of being very valued to a situation where I felt more like I was a pain in someone's side as opposed Mm. to, you know, I, the principal here never, ever walked in my classroom. So she never even saw the inside of my classroom. Wow. So it was just such a Mm. different experience. And I just decided that I wanted to try something else. So I'd always wanted to throw my name in the hat for sales. So I, um, and this was before we had kids. So I went out and put a resume together, found a headhunter. And she said, you know, the only thing you're qualified to do is teach. And I was like, wait a second, you know, for all you teachers out there, you know, what goes into teaching, you got to be a uh, you got to be a planner. You got to be a communicator. Yeah. You got to organize, organized. Yeah. You got to, you know, be able to switch directions. You got to be able to classroom right. management. I mean, there's so much to it. And so I went back and wrote a resume just highlighting all those things. And she was surprised. And so she got me several interviews and I ended up, I ended up taking a job with a chemical company and it was 100% commission. You got a very small draw. But I was figuring if I could sell mm-hmm. something, then they, it would be repeat business. So um, I built my career on that, and I did that for seven years. Wow. And out of Memphis. I mean, out of Memphis. And, yeah. and it was funny because, you know, I look back on it now, <clears throat> and I think I had 10 interviews. No kidding. For a 100% commission job. And I remember thinking, why am I having all these interviews? <laughs> but, you know, later he said, Maureen, you had no one to call on. You weren't from Memphis, so you had no base. Plus, you didn't know your way around. So he was just like, I wasn't sure if you were going to be cut out for this. But I, um, you know, I just worked hard and uh, built my way up and ended up you know, really doing everything I wanted to do there in seven years. And what, um, just out of curiosity, what you, you were teaching uh-huh. and you had a t- training background and now experience in teaching. And when you told us about that a second ago, you said, and I 
wanted to get into sales. Like, where did that come from? I mean, because sales is hard. I mean, a lot of it is. I mean, I just wanted, I guess I just wanted the challenge. I'm a person that is up for challenges, I suppose. And you didn't know what you wanted to sell. I didn't know what I wanted to sell. And Joe was in sales, you know, and I figured uh, that I could really have a lot more opportunity for, you know, I didn't know what, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And, you know, frankly, I wasn't sure in college, you know, I kind of floated back and forth doing this and that. And um, so I, I guess I maybe wasn't sure what my path was going to be. And I just didn't have a road, you know, set out in front of me. But I do wonder, I often wonder, like, what if I had stayed in Little Rock, what would have happened? You know, I, I don't know. Maybe I would still be teaching. And then, so what? at what point did you get into signs? Because at some point you transitioned, right? So um, after, so what happened was actually I had a friend who had cancer. And um, I wanted to do something for her. So it was, you know, our kids were very young at the time. By that time I had Andy and Tommy. And she, her kids were about the same age, and she was she was diagnosed, I think when her, she may have been pregnant, but anyway, right after her yeah. second son was born, and so we wanted to, I wanted to do something, and you know, just meals or that just didn't seem like enough. So I I asked, does anybody want to do this relay this thing relay for life, you know? And I thought, oh, we'll put together a team for her. And so um, someone at first said, oh, nobody's going to do that. Our kids are too young. Nobody's going to walk all night. So I thought, well, I'm going to call my Bunko friends, you know. And so we... Um, what's, the, what's the concept of Relay for Life? So Real Relay quick. for Life is by, it's sponsored by the American um, Cancer Society. Right. And so it is a relay where they have teams raising money yes. for cancer and you walk all night. Right. So it's it's a relay. So you have however many people are on your team and you just sign up to walk. So and you, you were getting a team together. So I was putting a team it was, together. Was it out here in Collierville? It was. It was right out here in uh, Collierville. At Cox Park. It was actually at Johnson Park. Johnson Park. Yeah, because it was around the lake. I remember. Yes. I mean, I remember they used to, well, I worked for the town and they okay. used to have Relay for Life. Well, so we put this together and I thought, well, and I volunteered. Joe and I both volunteered to walk in the middle of the night. So we said, we'll be two of the walkers. And everybody just, it's so interesting when you ask people to do something, they will rise to the you know, yeah. they'll rise to the yeah. challenge. And they did. And so our team ended up um, being the top fundraiser that year. And we were called Bunko Buddies. <laughs> and we raised, for, and we did it for several years. Yeah. And we were the top fundraiser every year. But what it what it really did for me is it it sparked this passion that I needed that challenge. And it was like in chemical sales, I had done everything I wanted to do. And really, I couldn't see myself doing it for forever. Um, and so I thought, I'm going to do some other type of sales. So I interviewed for a bunch of uh, positions. And I thought, I'm going to do something like medical or pharmaceutical or something like that. And I ended up um, you have to travel with those or train out of town for periods of time. And so I had an opportunity to go work for a sign company and, uh, 
and I didn't have to travel. So that was really how I got into that industry. And then I did that for a few years and decide, Joe and I decided um, either it's time to do something else or try my own hand. And our kids were one, five, no, one, six, and eight. And uh, we decided to give it a go. He had a, he had a steady job and a good career. And so I started it uh, July 1st of 2005 with me, myself, and I in my dining room. And you did you know, like, you have you thought before, hey, I would love to own a business? No. Okay. Actually, I had not. I liked working for other people. Mm-hmm. And I liked... Um, I liked the attaboys, you know, if there was a contest, I was going to win it, you know, or I was going to be on that incentive trip or whatever it was. I was your gal. Yeah. And, you know, my boss used to say, Maureen, I think the more kids you have, the, the better you are, you know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so, no, my dad had had a couple of businesses that failed. And so I grew up with a lot of instability financially and so I did not want to do that to my family so I was really um, I I think I've always been entrepreneurial I've always been creative Mm -hmm. but I didn't I I was very content working for other people but it was one of those things where I thought if it doesn't work out that'll be okay did you see an opportunity like were you like I can do this better or I can do that. Like, what what was it about staying in that industry? Um, you know, I liked the create the creative, yeah. You know, aspect of it. When I taught school, I had the greatest, you know, bulletin boards. I liked creative. <laughs> you know, I like design. I like art. I like, you know, just colorful, creative things. And you would think in the sign industry, oh, they're just signs. And I kind of thought that too when I first got into it, but. If you focus on, I always focused on interior signs because it's more design oriented. So, you know, the signs of a business really are, I like to say, it's kind of the jewelry or it's kind of the, it can make or break a building. You know, when you walk in, it really sets the tone. So I always looked at it more from the interior design side of it. And it was always putting the finishing touches and uh, I had a knack for it, so um, I decided to give it a go on my own. One more <clears throat> question that's mm-hmm. a little follow-up on Knowles. When you earlier said that you were selling for a sign company and you said it just isn't working out, or I forget how you phrased it, but you said it just isn't, was it? It was not fulfilling something, or was it just you? you know, had, or had you just peeked out at it? No, and kind sometimes of things, sometimes relationships or opportunities don't work out the way that you hoped they would or you thought they would, and that was that was really hard. I mean, it was hard. It's always hard to leave a position, but you kind of know when it's time to go. When your time there, somewhat, you know, your your growth is either going to be stunted. Or it's just the opportunities aren't there. Yeah. And it's it's hard. I mean, yeah. it really is yeah. hard. And when your kids are young and you're thinking, I'll, I'll tell you what what happened around that time was I called Joe 
And um, I said, listen, things are kind of wonky right now at work. And he said, welcome to the rest of the world. Everybody's got problems at work. And I was like, okay. And so, thanks, husband. Yeah, thanks, husband. Well, then we were together and he saw the situation for itself. And he's like, oh, I get it. I get yeah. it that it is a situation where you really need to make a change or, yeah. um, you know, do something different. When you were in now, as you said a few seconds ago, that you're in your house by your, it's you, me, myself, and I, as you said earlier, did you have a business plan? Did you have some sort of, hey, I'm going to start out with this? and try Well, to- you know, when you start your own business and it is in the same industry of where you are coming from, you know, I went and saw an attorney because I wanted to make sure that I was doing things the right way and I didn't want to get in mm-hmm. any trouble. And so, um, you know, I, he said, don't plan. Just go, don't take a business card, don't tell anyone, you know, it's called feathering your cap, mm-hmm. you know, and, and wow. I didn't want to do that. And so I left everything behind. And um, when I started, and it's like, it felt like jumping off a cliff. It really did. You know, you went from one day, I'm doing all these amazing projects around town. And the next day, I'm like, what am I going to do today? <laughs> and so what I did was I sent postcards to the people who I had done business with in the past, just announcing uh, the new business and kind of waited for the phone to ring a little bit. You know, you you got to reset appointments. And, and I didn't want to just all of a sudden one day say, hey, now I'm here. You mm-hmm. know, can we pick up where we left off? Um, so that was a, a little bit of a transition. And I got a call, you know, thankfully not very long after from someone I had done business with. And um, they were getting ready to redo an entire building. Wow. And they said, we'd like for you to handle the signs. You've always done such a good job for us. And I thought, if they think I can do it, then maybe I can do it. (laughs) How how were you? I don't. I'm asking this because I don't know how the sign process works, but. You're in your house and you're sending out postcards. Finally, somebody calls you. How were you going to get these signs made that these people were hopefully going to call I did you? call. Um, I did in those early days. I did call somebody to see if the wholesaler to see if they would sell me signs. And I wanted really my own group of people oh. that would do do my signs. So I found a company in actually Illinois to wholesale the signs to me. And um, so they were making my ADA signs and there's people around town or around the country that do that and they're wholesalers. So I was really basically a broker. So I started off, you know, just calling and if mm-hmm. it, listen, I'm a hustler. If somebody had something they wanted to get made, <laughs> I I'll can, figure I out how to do that. that. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. But I, I just was... <laughs> I, I mean, I now know. That's a great question. I know I mean, you now. Ever since I've known you, you've had your own, you've had your own shop, right? 
But I was just wondering, how were you sitting there thinking, how am I going to make these signs once I get the first phone call? Well, but you had it. Yes. And that is and that is how we had done it before. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I did, so I did do that first. That's what I did is made sure when I didn't, after I sent out those postcards, just making sure that I had people to um, fulfill you know, whatever might come. So up. when somebody called you that first, first and second time, do you, how, how do you go about the designing process? I mean, how do you know, somebody says, I got a building, we're going to remodel it, or we just bought a building and we're moving in. Well, that's when, that when I did, I hired my first employee and actually my second employee. So the first one, one actually did freelance for me. So I had a graphic designer that I would call to do my layouts for me. And I hired my first person where Joe and I talked about it. Like if I were going to get this, this, uh, this order from this company, I was going to, it was going to be a lot of work making sure my vendors had what they needed to send their POs and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So, um, I hired somebody to do the administrative work, which was scary because, you know, if you hire an employee, they get paid before you do. So, um, you know, I did that for that. That was the case for a, a while, you know, months, months, mm-hmm. months. And, and so- sometimes I would just take a little when I could, you know, yeah. and so I didn't really pull. I didn't pull a salary for years. You know, sometimes yeah. I'd take draws at a time when I could afford it but it took me many years to be able to get paid on payday just like everybody else these years that you're talking about these first few years are you still in the house um I was in the house for uh maybe a year and then I I rented a place Mm -hmm. off of Brookhaven Circle and it was a tiny like 300 square foot place just a room And it was really to have a place where if signs came in, because the girl who worked for me, she lived in Marion, Arkansas. So I needed a place that was in the center for Uh us to meet so that she, you know, I'm out in Collierville. Is she the graphic artist? No, she she was the administrator. And then, and she and I would do the installs together. So, you know, you're doing office building. So we would, you know, we took around... You know, a little tyke's wagon. If we were had a bunch of signs, <laughs> um, <laughs> strolling up and down the halls. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, gotta get them around. Yeah. You go from uh, selling signs at a sign company to now you're sitting at home, or maybe you're at. Let's go back to at home, and you sent out the postcards. You get a call, maybe another one, a month later, another whatever. Are you all of a sudden going? I'm busier than I thought I was going to be. Whatever, or, or did you go? No. Did you go from I don't know what I'm going to do next, or if this is going to work out? To all of a sudden, the phone's ringing, and I gotta I gotta do something about it. I've gotta I gotta make stuff happen. Well, um, no, I expected. You know, I expected one thing leads to another in the sign industry, and it's like if you have a good reputation, then people will call you back. But it took it took me a while to build that back up. And, you know, you get one building and that's one job. So it's not like you have 
a order like mm-hmm. that every day. So, you know, I was just doing lunch and learns and meeting people. And this was 2005. So, uh, you know, honestly, I really thought, because I was good at it. So I really thought that I would be a lot further along, you know, after a couple of years than I was. And Joe used to say to me all the time, cut yourself some slack, Maureen. This is like the worst economy, you know, that mm-hmm. we've had. And I just, I just, I didn't really worry about that. I just figured I'd have to scratch. We did, I did a lot of smaller orders after, you know, because there wasn't a lot of building, you yeah. know, after yeah. 2007, 2008. So, mm-hmm. and you got to, and for me, I have found that, you got to walk before you run. Mm-hmm. So you got to do a small job before you get a big job. Um, so it was just one thing led to another. And I tried to say yes. If someone gave me an opportunity, I tried to figure out a way to do it because I thought if they think I can do it, <laughs> I guess I'll figure out how. And so, um, you know, my friend who was sick, I got an opportunity years later with uh, Methodist, but you know, by that time I did, mm-hmm. you know, I got the first order to do Methodist hospitals, one piece of vinyl, you know, that said keep out or something. <laughs> and, you know, then I started doing one facility and then one facility manager told another. Wow. And pretty soon I was doing all the signs for, for them <laughs> and, or most of them. And then I got a call Years, well, actually, early on, they redid their standards and they asked if I would help them with that. And so I thought, I've hit the mother load, you know. <laughs> so I did some, the test hospital was Methodist South. Okay. And it was great. And yeah. it's, those signs are still up today. But, um, but in the middle of that, they had somebody that they hired that wanted to really be a, you know, a show case signs and so they wanted to hire a national company to come in and rebrand that well i couldn't do that i didn't have the manpower so i called i researched who did all these fancy schmancy signs all around Mm -hmm. and there was a company out of houston that did it so i called them and asked if they would partner with me and so they flew here and we uh, great idea. Yeah. It, well, I was like, I'm not going to turn it down, you know. <laughs> yeah, but we right. didn't end up getting it. We made it to the final three and didn't get it. Yeah. And so they went in a different direction than what I thought was going to happen. And actually, we were giving them the, you know, the high end. Mm. And that was really when the economy was changing directions and they decided to go you know to do something more moderate and the person who had come in to do that project had gone on to their next place so um, really the scope changed and so I lost it for several years Mm -hmm. you know I didn't lose it completely because you know when you have hospital systems they can't all change at one time so they're still going to have some old standards so I still did that and then eventually I said, if I can match those years later, if I can match those signs, can I do them? And um, I start. I brought in the equipment to do it. Wow. And um, started doing it in-house. And so explain for those listening, 
the scope of your work? Like we're talking about all these different signs and hospitals and what, what all do you do? Like, can you explain that? So we do, I, I call ourselves a full service sign company. And, you know, we do have partners that still, that we work with other vendors to do some things, but we, um, we design. So we have three graphic designers on mm-hmm. staff um, that design projects and then we manufacture so we have uh you know digital printers we have vinyl you know machines we have um we have cnc routers we have paint booth we have a laser we have um different ways photopolymer to do Mm -hmm. ada signs so i've always focused on the ada signs and then kind of the other stuff goes along with it so if you go into a building or like a hospital you have everything from exam room signs to to signs that our logos for the hospital throughout to restroom signs to stairwells um you know everything every room in a hospital period has to be labeled so all these signs in there that's your you're behind making these. yes okay so anyway i was going to go back to so anyway methodist hospital asked me hey would you design we're partnering up with west cancer this was years ago and would you they were building the new uh, they were redoing UTMG, which used to be on Wolf River, and changing it over to West Cancer Center. And so I had an opportunity to design those signs. Mm-hmm. So I thought about it, and my friend, I had had a couple people who worked for me by that time who had cancer, and my friend who had passed away by that time mm. of cancer. And so I, I thought... What if I donate the design in her memory and these other people's honor, and then if you let me do the signs? Wow. If you let me manufacture the signs, I'll design the package for you. Yeah. So I did the proposal based on that, and that's how I got into, um, had the opportunity to do that. Wow. And really, it, and it really was a labor of love. Yeah. It really yeah. was. Um, because I, I just felt like it was something that I could do. Yeah. It sounds like that, right, this moment that you're talking about, you have your current shop. No. So can you just quick take us back a moment? How did you get from your house so, to partnering with somebody but losing that job? But, but then you kind of, when Nick... How did you get into manufacturing stuff yourself so and getting your own shop? I had I had people who manufactured mm-hmm. all. I had a specialist in every area, and I had one guy who did a lot for me out of his garage. He was like an old time, just a craftsman, mm-hmm. and he could make just about anything. But he didn't do the ADA, and he um, was going to retire. So by by this time, I had moved twice. So I had a you know. A little place on Brookhaven and then I had an office on Magnolias on Main so I felt like I was in Southern Living walking around the corner going to lunch <laughs> but it was just an office and then I knew I wanted to start doing a few things in-house so we moved over to a building on Cheney Drive and rented from famous Liesel uh, Harris, Harris. yeah. So yep. he was my. I didn't know who Liesel Harris was when he was my landlord because I'm not from here. So people <laughs> go, "Do you know who he is?" I was like, "No," <laughs> but but I learned. Um, but anyway, I rented one of his buildings, and so we did some manufacture. You know, brought some equipment in there, 
But anyway, the guy who did... Did Liesl do signs? Liesl did sandblasting. So he did some signs on the square. So we, we sometimes, we would make his patterns for him and he would do the sandblasting. Wow, so, okay. yeah. So anyway, um, he, uh, so the guy who, who did a lot of the work, he was going to retire. And so that's when I bought a CNC router and I actually bought a CNC router thinking I was going to run it. <laughs> which is hilarious. If you know anything about a CNC router, it speaks its own language. Wow. And I don't speak that language. And the poor guy who came was like, Lord have mercy. <laughs> well, if you said you were going to run it, I would believe you. <laughs> well, I, you know. I really would. <laughs> I'll tell you that having called on all these manufacturing plants when I sold chemicals, they mm -hmm. became my vendors. So I kept those relationships with people who had, you know, I used to sell chemicals to. Then they became someone where I was like, oh, they make this or they might be able to help me do that. So it really was really a great, actually, opportunity to keep yeah. working with people who I really liked. Aren't there some pretty significant and cool buildings around Cairoville you've, you've recently done? I have done, I've, you know, you go, you get to drive around town and everyone who comes to work for us, they say, we did that, we did that, no, we did that. So cool. it, it is cool. Um, Tell us about just a few of the cool ones here in Colorado. So we recently, we did IMC, yep. um, their so headquarters cool. here, yeah. and it's a beautiful building. Would you do indoors, outdoors, the whole thing? Indoors, what? outdoors, um, yes. I, I think that they did some, I think they did some graphic walls inside that we did not do. Um, but we did that. We did Collierville High School. So that was really a great. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was a great opportunity. I actually worked with them through the design wow. part of that. So if and it has it had to go out for bid, um, and you know having had kids graduate from high school and people who worked for me that graduated and being right here in our backyard, we were going to be really disappointed if we didn't get it. Yeah. So that was really a great, beautiful project. Um, we did the we did the sign outside of Campbell Clinic, you know, the exterior sign there. Um, let's see, what we did a, a perfect bloom on the square recently. Wow, John Green's office. Yeah, uh, the new John Green. The office. new John yep. Green's office, which were fun. You know, they have their little. We made their restroom signs with little the heads of them, our little four leaf clovers. You know, to <laughs> yeah. so yeah. just fun little touches like that. But that's so um, but right now we are actually uh, venturing out, and we are. Uh, selling to other sign companies across the country. So wow. I, I've always, I'm always, I, I'm always thinking about growth and thinking about how I can provide a path for the people who work for me. Cause if you're not growing, you really don't have a path for them. And, um, that's important to me. So I, came up with I've always liked changeable signs or um, signs that uh, you know you can change with seasons or customize them to 
businesses or whatnot. So anyway, you know the restroom signs that you see in Home Depot that are just the black mm-hmm. and white. Well, my goal in life is now to eradicate those from the face of the earth. So <laughs> I actually, we, I have, I'm hopefully, I'm three and a half years into right now waiting on a patent, but a patent for um, these changeable restroom signs that uh, you can put inserts in. Wow. So I've had molds made, and um, so now we are having resellers across the country do that. Explain that a little better. So um, I started with restroom signs here because everybody has to have a restroom sign to get a certificate uh-huh. of occupancy. Yeah, you yeah. know, so these are signs that think about where um, you have the the graphic, which is the man or the woman or the unisex symbol in the wheelchair. We have made those so that the, that part of it is changeable. For, and, and why, it has an insert. For example, why? I mean, so that so that you can um, so your match bathroom it, is not boring. So I mean, that you can match it to your headquarters. Like so let's say you wanted to do it so that it has a green background. Yeah. And so I think that there. I th- really the reason I started it, this or started going in this direction is because I think there's a huge gap between custom and off the shelf. So I wanted to create kind of a middle ground. And so you can create a whole, so I can create a whole sign package for an office based on that premise. The reason I keep plugging away at this, I think one time you, a long time, or it seems like a couple of years ago now, you showed me this idea one day over here. I pretty sure you did oh yeah i'm sure because it's been in the works for years it was an infant idea at the time but what you were telling me was like for example if you had this big headquarters and you had seasonal events or seasonal you could put it in for halloween yeah you could change it or that's what or you could even like we've even dressed them up so that we've put little logos like dressed up the man and the woman like with their with the headquarters logo, logo shirt yeah, on that's it, what you i know? meant yes yeah. yes that's what i meant by, yes. by changeable or out yes. you were so telling me you could, you could, your imagination was completely yes. unlimited depending on what you wanted to do well and that's kind of stage one what i have learned is everything takes longer like just i'm ready to go on to the next thing mm-hmm. but to get something mm-hmm. really off the ground takes a long, long time. Yeah. That 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 you were just talking about, the changeable signs, in this case they were for restrooms, but whatever, um, really is really very ingenious and cool because if you're a big corporate company and you want to kind of do some things occasionally for the morale, for the enjoyment of the employees and just change the decor without having to do a whole, right? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can change, you know, they've always had changeable, I, I always collected changeable office signs or cubicle signs mm-hmm. because people get really ticked off when they have a new employee starting and their name's not up. And so I tried to give them, I tried to come up with a way that a company could do that. And people used to say, you're crazy, like you're you're giving up that business that you could do it, you know, and cut vinyl or whatever. But I was like, I don't care about the vinyl. I'm more interested 
in getting the whole package. And, you know, if they can print it themselves, so we would just come up with ways and templates that it could look like it was very custom and they could print it themselves. Um, that just was in their best interest. Yeah. And then I could go on to doing more designy stuff. Yeah. So. Wow. I mean, entrepreneur. Yeah. Creating yeah. patents. Yeah. I mean, just so cool. Yeah. I learned so much today. It's been awesome. So, okay. So it, what about the smallest scope of things you do? If is there small things that you're doing now? I mean, oh. you, you're naming massive projects that are just We do. You know what? I, we get doctors that change every day that just, uh, they're just moving from one clinic to another or retiring. Yeah. So it's just one piece of vinyl or one banner or yeah. one, you know, I try never to let somebody know they're my biggest customer or someone know they're my smallest customer. Yeah. They all make a difference. That's great. Really. Well, how, how can people find you? They, they are hearing this. They want to know about you more. They want, they want a quote. What do, what do they well, do? Well, we you? have a website, signmattersinc.com yeah. is our website. And, you know, we are, we have Facebook, Instagram. You can just Google us. Hopefully you'll be able to find us. <laughs> and the other uh, division that we have is Sign Studio, yeah. which is signstudiocreate.com, and that's the changeable um, signs. And it's the whole gamut. It's not just the restroom signs. It's all the signs that would go with yeah. an office, too. Wow. Or come to a Cairoville Chamber event. And she's at all of our. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You and you can see so, a sample of our work at yes, your you signs, go. too. That's right. about, about a year into being here, she comes over one day. I want to change the signs on the restaurant. <laughs> because they have the other signs. <laughs> there, there you go. I, I, and we have, you, you, I don't know if you've ever noticed, we have the coolest little figure, well, figurines on the. Me, nothing yeah. makes me crazier than going in a great looking space and having those restroom signs it's yeah. like just yeah, yeah. Every, you know that's where people go and <laughs> i love it anyway well thank you thank you for being with us yes. you are amazing and thank encouraging you encouraging what you've done and, and building this multiple companies and it's just been yeah. really encouraging to learn about so thank you yeah thank you so much thank you and that's a wrap Thank you for tuning in to Corporate Cornucopia. This episode was brought to you by our sponsor, My Town Roofing. Replacing your roof shouldn't be a hassle. It should be a smooth process done in a timely manner and most importantly, at a reasonable price. My Town Roofers has thousands of satisfied customers. Check them out at mytownroofing.com. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, head on over to www.cogervillechamber.com to access our notes, join the conversation, or leave a good review.